You're listening to Men of Abundance, episode 172, with Darren Olin. And today we're talking about living a super life. Welcome to Men of Abundance, the podcast for those looking to level up their lives by hanging out with some of the greatest leaders and established professionals in our community, living a life of integrity, honor, and the abundance mentality. Prepare to pay it forward with your host, former army medic turned lifestyle entrepreneur, Wally Carmichael. What's up, what's up, Men of Abundance? I am Wally Carmichael, your founder and host of the Men of Abundance podcast. Today we are talking with a man that I have been following for over seven years. This guy has been a major contributor to my health and my family's health, but I got to throw out a warning right now. Some of this conversation you are not going to want to hear. I'm not going to get into why because I want you to hear the conversation but it is going to test you emotionally. Trust me on this. I know because I've had this conversation with a few guys, and quite frankly, it really blows my mind how pissed off some guys get about this conversation. But just consider, just like all the other conversations that I have with you guys, just consider what we're talking about. And at the very least, if you really want to get emotional about it and you really want to get pissed off about it, step up, be a man, and give it a try for a week, two weeks. You'll know what I'm talking about. We're going to get into it here in just a minute. (laughs) And I know based on what I just said, you may not want to share this conversation, but this conversation right here could literally save somebody's life that's in your family, somebody's life that you personally know, somebody's life that you may not even know yet that you share this out on your social media and somebody stumbles across this conversation. This conversation could very well save somebody's life. So be abundant in your life today and make sure you share this conversation with everyone that you come in contact with, or at least the ones that you like. And go to menofabundance.com, click on the iTunes or review tab, and leave a rating and review. It's very simple. It only takes a few seconds, well, maybe a minute or two if you put some thought into the review. But go over there and click the four or five stars, leave us some honest feedback, and let me know that you're getting into these conversations and you're getting something from these conversations. I truly appreciate that. Now, our featured guest today is Darren Olean. Darren is the founder and visionary of Super Life. He is the first ever health and wellness expert to be coined a superfood hunter. He is known uniquely within the health and wellness community as an exotic superfood expert supplement formulator, co-formulator of Shakeology and the plant-based ultimate reset for Beachbody, and environmental activist who travels the planet to discover new and underutilized medicinal plants. Men of Abundance, it is my distinct honor to introduce you to Darren Olin. Darren, welcome to Men of Abundance, brother. How are you doing? Hey, man. Good to, good to be here, Wally. I'm, I'm stoked. Yeah, I am too. I'm truly, uh, I saw a uh, Facebook live video or Facebook video that you posted. I don't think I caught it live, but you was talking about all the stuff that you have coming up and how you're really busy, super busy and doing everything that you got going on right now at this time. And we're talking in middle of October. And I thought, you know what? I've been wanting to talk with Darren for so long. I know he's busy, but I'm going to shoot a message out to him because I'm that bold type of guy that does that kind of stuff and see what he says. And you came right back to me within a couple hours and said, let's do it, man. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, it's it's really prioritizing uh, is really where the adjustment needed to happen for me. And a lot of, you know, sometimes a lot of time is spent on on returns that that aren't the most abundant. Uh, so I had to reprioritize some 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 efforts. Uh, so that's where that was coming from. And so kind of getting back to the roots of of uh, doing what what feels good to me so um so i appreciate you reaching out yeah because i'm always i'm all for uh communicating and uh, uh giving a glimpse into anything that people can get uh some insight into their lives 
Yeah, absolutely. And I totally get that. And again, that's why I really appreciate your time even more so because I know you're really prioritizing what you got going on right now. So very humbled that you jump on here for and talk to our men of abundance. So Darren, before we get too much into the show, I like to start out the show the basically the way I start out every single morning and most evenings, which is with an attitude of gratitude. What do you have to be grateful for today, man? I, I tell you what, I was uh, awe-inspired today uh, being 80 degrees at 8 in the morning, uh, paddling out to surf with uh, some very dear friends of mine and spending two hours on the water uh, just kind of communing with Mother Ocean. You know, I was just it's like, what a great way to start the day. That is exactly. I don't always get to start my day that way, but... I'm in Hawaii. I absolutely love being in the water. And I forgot to ask you, where are you in the world today? I'm uh, I'm in Malibu, California. Beautiful. Absolutely gorgeous. I know. And I know I see your videos and stuff and you're just doing some amazing stuff out there. I dig it. So, Darren, before we got started here, I really showed shared some of your bio, what you've been up to, who you are. You're known. I've known you from the very beginning over seven years that I've known of you and I've seen you speak in person a couple times and um, all over social media podcasts and all this stuff but I've always known you as the the Indiana Jones of superfoods of nutrition and you're just all over the world all the time but here on Men of Abundance we like to get a little bit more personal so if you could share a little something a little bit more personal about about you that's not really in your bio that some people may or may not know about and let's just do that let's just get a little bit personal. Yeah. Um, well, I guess I would say that um, I'm a introvert and extrovert. Um, so when I'm out in the world, I enjoy it. I love it. I, I like, love to give that energy to as many people as possible. I love to speak in front of 20,000 people. I love to speak uh, with one person. Um, but then when I come home uh, under the trees, Surrounded by nature, I like to really uh, nurture myself and shut things down in terms of the external uh, emphasis so that when I do have the opportunity to speak and be around people, I'm able to give 100% of myself. So I jump back and forth uh, being an introvert and extrovert, and uh, it's something that I've really actually learned to be self-aware about not be in judgment of and and then figured out how I can thrive in doing what it is that I want to do and having the ability to do it and maximize it the best way possible. It's really inter- interesting that you brought that up like that because an introvert and extrovert, I've never really heard anybody say that, but as you explain it, it's exactly how I feel because I, I too, I love getting up in front of audiences. I love talking to people. And I imagine myself right now, even though I'm just talking with you, I imagine myself talking to all the people in all the 58 countries that this podcast is downloaded in. And But at the same time, I do like my private time. I like to sit down with my wife. I think of one of my favorite things to do is to sit in front of a, a campfire in the, on the back lanai and just kind of watch the ocean and just sit there in quietness don't even have to say anything so i get energized both ways that's pretty cool exactly absolutely yeah and you know one of the other things that i've i knew about you from before is i know you were you're a football player you're you're kind of a big dude man and then i found out that you were vegan or partial vegan can you share some of that with us because I think nutrition, obviously, you're the nutrition guy. I mean, I've been following you as far as nutrition for many years. But I have taken the uh, one of the programs that you are a part of that you uh, helped build the, um, the um, Ultimate Reset, a 21-day yeah. basically vegan program. And I went through that years ago. And I'm a carnivore. I love my meat. But I have to tell you, when I first started that, when I, it was painful. Just like you said, it would be headaches and all this stuff. But after 21 days, I realized meat truly does destroy our body or it did mine anyway. I felt amazing. But can you tell us a little bit about that and where you, where you stand on that? Yeah. Yeah. I, I you know, listen, over a decade ago, um, you know, the, inevitably when you start learning, um, uh, I started questioning, you know, I have a background in nutrition and, 
education in that. But then when you start applying things and what you're learning to how they apply in your life, I inevitably it was at this crossroads of like, wow, everything that I'm reading, and this was like, you know, 10, 15 years ago, everything that I'm reading, there doesn't seem to be a strong basis for why we need to consume all of this meat, all of this protein, all of this stuff. So inevitably, quietly to myself, I said, okay, let's put it to the test. So not only did I quit all meat products, I, I increased simultaneously the activity level. Um, and lo and behold, uh, not only did I recover from working out more, but I felt better overall. And uh, and I've been, you know, plant-based, no meat, no dairy for over a decade. So um, I just really, it was for me, it's like I kind of like to eliminate the middlemen in my life. And if you're, if you look at meat from a certain perspective, it's a bioaccumulation, right? Uh, in an animal that that was eating uh, plants. And even if that animal is eating another animal, that animal ate plants in order to build itself. Um, so I just, for me, I destroyed the myth that I needed meat and I destroyed the myth uh, for me that, um, that I needed a roundabout way of trying to get something from meat. So that was just the, the 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 aha moment and of course you know 60 to 100,000 articles out there supporting increasing more plants uh, and, and this is this is where something like um, I have yet to see a reason why I need to eat uh, meat and dairy in any way for the rest of my life I have, I get tested I've I've gotten everything under the sun I've probably spent you know, five to ten thousand dollars on testing, just because this is my world, and so for me personally, there's no reason for me to do that or to to eat that. Plus, ethically, it just feels better to me, and environmentally, it feels better to me. But I'm never the person to tell anyone what they need to do. I just want to provide them with with information. Um, I think the biggest challenge people have is the unwillingness to try to apply and take action. Um, so you have all these people preaching this and that and the other thing and they haven't done it. Uh, I'm just not that guy. I just don't want to do that. There's Life is hard enough to create fights uh, <laughs> and life is uh, difficult enough in order to create more judgments on people. Um, here's the thing, and I said it in my book, um, uh, you can have whatever weird-ass point of view you want about your health and about your diet, but your body has to deal with your stupid choices. So your body is the result and the accumulation of your spiritual point of views, your mental point of views, your physical point of views, and your diet point of views. So um, that's really where I sit with it. And uh, if someone pin, pins me to the wall, I'll just tell them. I, I, there's no reason I see why we need to consume uh, meat and dairy. Now, under certain harsh conditions of Armageddon, uh, if it was me or a, uh, an animal to survive, I would probably, under those circumstances, uh, unfortunately have to kill the animal. Um, but in this modern day, and this horrible uh, production quality of food, to hedge my bet on eating anything that I don't know was uh, qual uh, taken care of from a quality perspective, there's no way I'm, I'm hedging my bet on consuming um, the, the dangerous um, uh, flesh of another being when I haven't uh, understood that process. It's just, it's, I've been, you know, I haven't been behind the scenes in, in meat and dairy production, but I've been behind the scenes in manufacturing for 15 years. And I know uh, too well of how people will cut corners. Um, and I, I'm just not betting on that scenario. 
Um, so that's just another reason why I wouldn't consume those things for myself. Yeah, I dig it. And I'll tell you the two things, one I already mentioned, the two things that would really drive me to that point, and I have been seriously contemplating it. I recently talked to a guy who wrote a book called Just Take a Day, and that's what he did in order to cut meat out of his diet. He just took a day, and he's like, hmm, that was easy. He took another day. Took another, now it's been over a year. Darren, we're going we're gonna to switch gears real quick for a second because this is a question that I ask every single guest. I did forget one. I just recently found out. But I want to ask you, with all the stuff that you've been doing, you travel the world, you do amazing things for amazing for amazing people. Along the way, all of us end up having a kick in the gut moment or two or many. And I would like for you to share with us one of those kick in the gut moments that really kind of took you to your knees. Well, uh, the, you certainly can't get out of this life without it. Um, and I think, you know, probably the, 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 the most... Uh, heart-wrenching and difficult one was when I lost my father um, and and uh, you know my father was an incredible man uh, and you know he was an agricultural professor at the University of Minnesota um, and that's kind of where I got my bug of, of uh, understanding agriculture to a certain having empathy for farmers and and having a uh, an understanding of uh, a certain degree of the business around it, but that was I was a little kid and I didn't notice that until I was later. But you know, when my dad was sober for thirty years, um, and then he started drinking again, um, he went down a road uh, so fast uh, and so destructive. Um, and I, and these are his words: I was the only one he could talk to towards the end because everyone else was judging him and telling him how bad he was and how he needs to get shit together and of course that's a normal response from everybody and I and I realized that if because I was having dreams of him passing away and I was telling him that and I'm like when's where's the bottom dad and all that stuff and and eventually it got him uh and he uh died uh of uh alcoholism and they literally put that on the death certificate and they rarely would do that and um, and that moment to me was where, where the kind of enough is enough moment was I was as a man as a son who lost his father and now as a man kind of taking on that that next evolution I was like Darren quit messing around quit just tinkering around and I was looking at herbs and I was playing around and I was yeah I was researching I was but I wasn't taking it seriously in terms of uh, putting a business together and and really bringing uh, the earth's bounty of medicinal plants to the world and it was at that point that when I received I think I received like forty thousand dollars that he had left me um, distributed throughout the family um, and I took that money, and that meant a lot more to me than just a normal $40,000. And I started my company called Darren's Naturals in the beginning, and I was going to bring to the world these things that no one's ever seen yet. Uh, so I started every, I started with every intention. I'm gonna, I had these formulas in my head. Uh, I actually completed a formula. I was ready to go to market. Um, and I had all these new botanicals I had found and I was going to bring this to the world and the funny thing is I had never done anything like that before so of course I burned through all the money and and the funny thing is it's kind of like a field of dreams thing um, so A, I had enough is enough put, this, put your energy towards really doing something and then when I did it and then seemed like I was not going to get there Magically, that's when um, Beachbody came in and hired me to create what's now Shakeology. So, um, uh, so at that point, I got the the I got hired by Beachbody because of the action I took by just doing it myself. And then Beachbody just became a, a place where I could do what I was good at, and Beachbody could market it. Um, so I never took any of those products to f full 
market because I, I had the expression, uh, a greater expression uh, doing it with Beachbody. So that, that was that moment turned into some of the greatest abundance in my life and on every level just by when I received that money from my dad who passed away and and used that money as a catalyst for me to just give it a go no matter what it looked like uh and so that was that was that story yeah that's one hell of a story and i'll tell you i don't mean to sound callous or insensitive or anything but i'm very personally very thankful that all of that occurred uh the way it did because as i've told the guys here many times i've had this conversation um, seven years ago, I was introduced to Shakeology, and there was this 30-day money-back guarantee. I was 100% going to use that th- that 30-day bottom-of-the-bag money-back guarantee. And guys, I don't want to make this about a commercial. We're just having this conversation because this is truly my life, and this is what I've been doing for several years. And once I had, I, I was recently just within weeks of being introduced to it, told my cholesterol was out of control. I had to do something. My good cholesterol is too low. Bad cholesterol, way too high. I had no idea. And I end up getting introduced to this stuff. So I said, right, I'm going to give it a try. I've never liked shakes. I've never liked any sort of supplements. I've never liked any sort of things like this whatsoever in my life. 28 days after drinking Shakeology, I went and had my lipids done again. And my doctor, who happened to be my boss, as a matter of fact, because I work in the hospital, swore I was on Lipitor or something like that. And I refused uh. to get on that stuff because I knew it caused muscle atrophy and cramps and all this. Me and my wife always try to do things natural before we can do it, take anything. Uh, and the same thing with my low testosterone. They wanted to put me on this patch. And then the, I was, it could cause colon cancer and all this other kind of stuff. So I, tra- I started using a supplement. And it, wasn't, it used to be in Shakeology, the um, Suma Root. And I started using it on the side. And that improved my testosterone. So, you know... I bring all of that up because I'm just extremely thankful to you, um, Carl Deichler, Isabel Deichler, and the whole team over there at Beachbody who do not skimp on quality. And that's one of the things that you did was, from the story that I remember, is that when you decided to work with Beachbody, Carl was like, basically, whatever it's going to cost, it's going to cost. You do your thing. And we're going to make sure it's quality. Can you tell us a little bit about all of that quality stuff? I love that conversation. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, Isabel started, was starting to tinker around with this idea that Carl had of a, you know, a, a meal replacement shake. And, um, and so then the commitment that he made to her was that if I get into involved in this, I don't ever want to be in a position where all of a sudden you're going down in quality and it doesn't get to be what it should be. So they had that squared away. Uh, so when Isabel met me first, um, we instantly connected. And uh, that was the commitment of Carl uh, telling us that you guys do what you need to do to make this a great shake. Uh, find your botanicals and superfoods and let me worry about selling it. So I, we didn't have this uh, structure where I had to decide on botanicals based on, well, it's too expensive or it's whatever. We didn't have that. <laughs> it's the formulator's dream to, to just put it together in, in the way that we could at the time in 2006 to the best of our ability, to the best ingredients that we could find uh, in that state. Uh, and that that was the precedent. And to this day, uh, Carl won't go down uh, on the quality. There's sometimes we need to change certain things out because of uh, the success of the business or people fail quality audits and we have to get rid of them. And, you know, so we have to change formulas, but we're always looking to improve. We're always adding you know, the next and greatest superfood in it. So, uh, and that continues to this day. 
Yeah, yeah. I won't. My wife was pissed off the other day because we're doing split ops right now. I'm in Hawaii. She's in Florida, and um, she we hadn't I hadn't set up her shipment of Shakeology because she's only been there a couple of weeks, and uh, she loves it because it makes her hair beautiful and nails stronger and all this other amazing stuff that it does for her. And <laughs> so I had to make sure I got hers ordered. So and I, you know, it's just we we stay on top of it, but. What are some good news stories, uh, Darren, in reference to just you yourself and what you specifically do with Super Life? The book is just simply amazing. So much great information in there. But other than just your whole being of what you do and, and what you do for people, what are some amazing, just a couple good news stories that you could share with us? Yeah, gosh, you know, I tell you what, I, 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 I get them on a uh, pretty much on a daily basis of uh, there was one today actually uh, there was one on Facebook today that this guy was 500 pounds um, and you know sometimes these stories are people just don't you just don't feel good when you're at 500 pounds you can't even mm. Understand to move because you're just your attitude, your depression, all that stuff. Well, he started drinking Shakeology and he started feeling better. So that feeling, that catalyst, started allowing him to move, and and that movement created energy. And the more uh, nutrients that he received, the more movement he had. The more nutrients he received, the more movement he had. And day to day to day, and the guy lost gosh, he lost hundreds of pounds. And, uh, you know, those things are remarkable uh, and that I hear um, every day and every year, you know, we go to Summit and I hear hundreds and hundreds of these things. And and there is nothing better than creating something and having people enjoy it and get healthy and improve their lives from it, and I always uh, say it's like it's like more like being an artist and less about being a a nerd in the lab. Because uh, for me, I get to see the reactions of summoning someone listening to the music that I made. Right, so the formula is actually the music that we put together, and the results of that are the the are incredible it's like you know i have my good friend kenny chesney he jumps on a stage and plays his music and he sees the joy people have so he gets that feedback which is why he loves still touring to this day that's the same feeling i get on just my scale when you when you get to be with someone who's benefited and consistently uh, done taking some advice or had their life shift because of some ideas you had or a formula you created it, it is it feeds the soul on a way that is, is impossible to quantify it's just uh, you know the best the best ever man and you sure painted a good picture though I, I uh... I love that feeling. I feel that right now because um, I'm, I'm just digging it. Now, I've seen you on your videos. You're out there working out on the beach, flipping tires and all this crazy stuff and, you know, doing pool work and ocean work. You're out there with Laird Hamilton. And do you have any sort of a, a go-to workout program and anything that you share with the public? Or do you just leave that all to Tony Horton, Sean T, Shirley Johnson, all those folks? Well, I, I got to tell you, I mean, obviously – Beachbody on demand is 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 the the menu of options is just astonishing and mm-hmm. it's so cool that that is that is there for what Beachbody has. I mean, it's just like you do a yoga class. I've done that where I'm like I need to stretch and I just throw on one of those. But for me, um, you know, I've been working out consistently, never quit since I was 16 years old, and uh, you know, I've experimented with myself for so many years which is why i've migrated to some nutballs like uh like <laughs> la- la- you know like laird and stuff who's always pushing an envelope um and i think over time we've gotten very sophisticated or kind of unsophisticated but but kind of knowledge based in kind of instead of just you know 
beating ourselves up so much we can't move like let's let's do it consciously so we've been doing a lot of breath work um, I work out now only using my nose breathing um, and I've noticed my capacity to recover um, and the, the rate at which you get taxed is like you just went to 18,000 feet uh, because you only can take in a breath through your nose. Uh, so I've been using that technique and for a while, but some of the things, you know, with, with uh, the pool training we've been doing for about 10 years, uh, now Laird and Gabby put it into a package called XPT, you know, xptlife.com. They have a whole bunch of stuff and uh, doing that stuff, but I've been doing that with them since the inception. Uh, so doing a lot of uh, extreme water stuff is, is, is certainly valuable from the Zen quality of it because it's dictated completely by breath. Uh, but also it's very appropriate for surfing because the level of uh, stress when you go down and big, big surf goes down exponentially because you know that you have a lot more understanding of uh, your level of comfort when underwater. So uh, those things, and yeah, I, I mean, we still, um, you know, we're building, we're doing, we've shifted now, and, and Laird went back to Kauai, and a bunch of us uh, still get together on a daily basis, so now we're kind of building some strength again, so we're going back to some basics and breaking down some body parts and 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 putting on some muscle right now, but then also doing it high functional uh, movements. And today was kind of a, you know, an active rest day of two hours of surfing. And, um, you know, so, yeah, I mean, that's, uh, but it's very spontaneous too. Um, the, the other day we did um, kettle, you know, uh, 250 kettlebells with 300 uh, body weight squats and, 150 uh, weighted lunges uh, for legs and you know so you walk out of there at five to six hundred reps uh, and it's and it's fun when you do that with your buddies because it's almost like you just kind of went to muscle war with them and uh, uh, it's very very valuable uh, having a group of guys that will go to those levels you know and so that's kind of my that's probably the most value is having the guys that will uh, that you have connections with and the group of people uh, to to share that and kind of push, push each other. I dig that. I dig that. I find it kind of laughable that you walked out of there after that workout. But um, to do it with a group of folks and group of guys is extremely important for us to get out there and do that uh, in groups together. I, I really enjoy doing it like that. Now, this um, the nose breathing. I have... I recently was introduced to that. I think I saw a video came across my feed and it was literally a guy who actually had tape over his mouth and he was doing a workout nose breathing. And that was the first I'd heard about it, but then you're mentioning it as well. How do you physically do that? Uh, <laughs> well, the thing is you can't override your ability to receive oxygen. So here's the thing. So you can easily go into the workout and blow up uh, any kind of, you know, fast uh, uh, hit workout or interval, but but you can only go at the rate at which your your nose is able to receive oxygen. So therefore, it's dictating the the threshold at which you're able to go. And the more you learn to breathe from your nose, the more the nitric oxide that's produced from the nose will allow for uh, vasodilation and your body's ability to receive oxygen. It's it's a simple way of instead of putting a mask on your face to uh, to kind of uh, mimic elevation, you just simply start using your nose. And there's tons of other advantages hormonally um, that that uh, goes with the 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 nose breathing. Uh, but the, you know this great book called The Oxygen Advantage. Uh, I forget the guy's name. Uh, oh, Patrick. Uh, what's his name? Patrick McEwen. Uh, great guy. Gabby and uh, Gabby Reese and uh, uh, Neil Strauss actually interviewed him. Um, uh, and 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 I, I tell you what, it's changed me completely. Uh, I can't work out uh, mouth breathing. 
Now, if I want to really go to the extreme, I will inhale nose and exhale mouth to then, you know, scrub the excess CO2 that's developing from the, the high intensity. So I will take the breath in of the nose and then dump it with my mouth, but never inhaling through my mouth. Uh, it's uh, once you start to understand the physiology, you won't want to go against it anymore. Interesting. I'm definitely going to give that a try. So you mentioned the mask. So is it any different than the mask? And I bring that up because I've worked out at Elevation. I worked out in, in La Paz, Bolivia, which is one of the highest capital cities in the world. I was actually actually in Cochabamba doing most of the workout. But I went from sea level from Panama to Bolivia. And I'm telling you, I personally know working out at altitude and working out with a mask is two completely different things. It doesn't really completely relate. So how does it differentiate between the mask and just the nose breathing? Yeah, I think the mask is quite archaic uh, and and is, is very uh, difficult to lose because, again, you're still using your mouth. Right. Um, and and you're, you're trying to suck in through those little holes all the time and and it's just not the best way to receive oxygen we're the only mammal on the planet that doesn't use our nose when we're breathing uh so um uh, so from that mask perspective i i it's kind of junk uh from the taxing of the actual uh, aerobic system um, so by using your nose, you're mimicking it, but you're also increasing that nitric oxide vasodilation and therefore uh, challenging your own oxygen system, stressing the muscle of your oxygen system in order for your oxygen system to be more efficient. And I, I have done this myself in the terms of when I've practiced, we've been practicing the breathing stuff for three or four years, uh, and I've been at elevation at, uh, in Peru uh, and I was at 17,000 feet in the Tibetan sovereign area of, of China, and um, and I had no effect of a uh, very little effect of elevation just by doing the breathing exercises on a you know probably on average four times a week. Uh, but for the last few years. So it was me and a Tibetan guy and 15 other people couldn't uh, climb that last 2,000 feet. Uh, and so the, the fully adapted Tibetan guy and myself um, were the only ones left. And I can only appreciate that because of the work that was being done. So imagine then if your oxygen system is so efficient, you not only receive oxygen better and the better utilization of that and of course the oxygen utilization is is one of the greatest ways to defend the body from from pathogens and viruses and all of that stuff and at the same time the best way to recover is your body's abundance of oxygen that's uh, what I learned early on in physiology class if you want to get rid of that lactic acid after a tough workout uh, do some light cardio that's just increasing your oxygen. So I, my favorite time to do the, the nose breathing is after intense workouts. Hmm. Um, not to mention just a huge amount of space it creates instead of constriction and retraction that you've kind of done during a workout, it kind of opens you back up, puts you in a nice kind of parasympathetic after you've been kind of this uh, very aggressive state um, and it calms the body down and helps it to recover almost uh, upon uh, immediately so uh, you know those are some of the techniques I use Wow very impressive I'm definitely gonna look more into that and I know you've got some stuff out there that I'm gonna look into personally as well so Darren we're at the part of the show where we're gonna pay it forward to our abundant leaders you ready to do that brother sure Awesome. So share one to three actionable steps that men of abundance can take today. Uh, morning routine. Do a morning routine that's setting you, journaling, getting set for uh, what it is that you want to create in the day. Um, and do that every day. Uh, maybe even, it could be even meditation. Uh, number two, breathing. What I just taught, start doing breathing. And it's naturally... Uh, a form of meditation. So do your breath work because it's going to help you on every level. 
Uh, and then uh, in, improve your water uh, technology uh, so that you can receive better water uh, to help clean, cleanse, provide energy to uh, your body on every level because water is massively underutilized and um, uh, and something that can be altered and can change your life uh, pretty incredibly. So definitely morning routine to set the intention for the day so life doesn't just happen to you. You're a co-creator in it. Breathing, what is, what's... What's one of the greatest things in the world you can do is learn to breathe again uh, and and then water. Uh, improve and increase your quality of water. Excellent. Wonderful. So you already mentioned quite a few of your, or at least three of your daily habits. What are some other daily habits that make the biggest impact in your life? Uh, I, well, I, I would go right back into uh, my morning routine. Um, that's where I, it's not something where I kind of dump on, you know, every, maybe every so often I need to get clear on something that I, something's bothering me, but I've really used my morning routine of like getting clear direction as to what I want, what my intention is and how I'm actually going to get there. I will put down actions. I will put down things that I perceive could happen, would happen. Uh, and, and, and I will also let go of that for the universe to step in and, and change it and direct it. But I, I make those steps of getting very clear about what I want, uh, and, and let come in how I think at that time it's going to happen. I write that out almost as if I'm seeing a storyboard. Uh, and I do that every day. I've been doing that since I was, um, probably since 1995 um yeah yeah impressive very impressive and that's very in line with many of the other very um high performance guys that i've personally had conversations with and myself so you've already mentioned one book and i want you to mention that one again it was in reference to the breathing um but what else would you recommend to our abundant leaders as far as reading or listening uh, (laughs) and why well, I would say, yes, the oxygen advantage is huge. If you want to learn more about uh, plants without getting into the dogmatic, like you need to give up meat right now, uh, Dr. Joel Furman is fantastic. Doc, uh, Dr. Uh, Gregor is fantastic. Dr. Est- Esselstyn is great. Dr. Dean Ornish. These guys are badass scientists. These guys are not just some weird ass plant guys these are scientists so so look into it read if you're an open individual then you can do that the other thing what i'm actually what i'm reading right now is going to make you laugh is called making marriage simple um by uh, harvel hendren and and helen kelly and i tell you what uh, why is because listen uh being you know, I have a, an amazing wife, high powered, doing a lot, creating a lot, uh, and she's awesome. But you know, after the romantic side and the incestuous, not the incestuous, the infatuation side falls away, you have real life. And this book is, a, is such a great way of kind of setting the tone as how we even got here in terms of uh, marriage. Uh, and what our modern day issues are that's kind of throwing us into these situations where we're trying to get all our needs met by the other partner and if they don't give them then we're going to whine and complain and get get divorced so this is an idea of seeing where the unconscious comes in and kind of sets you up to learn some things about yourself Uh, and this is not just for married people this is people in a serious relationship um that don't want to be dictated by just dropping something great blaming the other person and then recreating this whole same thing again 
Man, that sounds like an amazing book. I'm definitely going to have that and all the other books linked up in the show notes at menofabundance.com. Of course, I'm also going to have Darren's book linked up, Super Life, The Five Forces That Will Make You Healthy, Fit, and Eternally Awesome. Uh, Absolutely going to have all that linked up in the show notes as well. So, Darren, what do you feel holds most people back from living a life of true abundance? Uh, They want all the answers and they want to figure it all out before they take an action. Mm. I think that 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 paralyzes people uh, instead of you have a feeling you have a sense this is where my morning routine comes in I start getting senses of what I feel uh, about what I want uh, but you have people have to learn to 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 in in from in uh, instincts and intuition and actually let that lead you into action and take the action without having all the answers. Um, because once you open a door of taking actions, you will have a whole slew of other information that you didn't have before you took the action. And my going back to the beginning, I took action when my father died of getting into herbs and professionally making a stand and finding these things and traveling. And because that door I took and opened it, I got Beachbody to come in and and that relationship changed my life. But I wouldn't have gotten that if I didn't take the action of just doing it myself. So that's what I think paralyzes people. They try to figure all the answers out. Well, you're not going to know those. Mm -hmm. And Um, You just have to get going. Yeah, absolutely. Analysis paralysis kills so many amazing ideas. So what does living a life of abundance mean to you, Darren? On all levels. Abundance in thinking, abundance uh, in the the mental realm of of taking the attitude of gratitude, the attitude of of life doesn't happen to you, um, that you're a participant, participant in it and how you... Uh, respond is largely going to dictate your next um, uh, set of uh, opportunities. But it's really, abundance means to me, abundance, uh, freedom of pain emotionally, taking responsibility for the pain, uh, both mentally, physically, emotionally, all of it. So um, that's really where my, my title uh, came about super life and that was really from the focus of uh, life is not uh, one spoke on the wheel it's every spoke so having an abundance of life good relationships uh, uh, freedom within your body for your body to be able to be strong and healthy so that you can dream big and respond to it and live the kind of life you want without dragging your body around uh, as the lowest common denominator. So those are some of the things that I think about. Amazing. And from what I've seen and everything that you're doing, you're living every single bit of that. I truly appreciate your time, brother. And we're going to close this up. But before we do, what did we not talk about that you want to ensure that our abundant leaders get out of our conversation? Well, hey, uh, I have to say that uh, because I... I consume it every day that uh, I happen to have found the most nutrient-dense nut in the world, and it tastes the best, and it's got the most nutrients. And so I would just say if people want one of the greatest snacks you can ever do, uh, go to uh, you know superlife.com, and we have uh, the Barucas, the, the Baruzeta nut. Uh, and uh, ch- check it out. Try it out. Uh, you, you will not be disappointed. Give us a real quick rundown of what that will do for us. Uh, that that nut has the most protein of any nut. Uh, it has the most micronutrients of any nut. It has 500 times, 374, excuse me, 374% more antioxidants than an almond. Uh, there's no water footprint. Um, it has uh, a third, per serving, it has a third of the daily fiber requirements. Um, a third of your magnesium requirements. This thing is loaded and it tastes like a peanut on steroids. Uh, and every bit of the support of that nut 
goes to preserving and helping the sa savanna of Brazil that's getting annihilated from factory farming. So it's a it's an incredible project that we're uh, diligently working on right now, um, but it blows every single nut out of the water in terms of its nutrient profile, and it just so happens to taste better than all of them. So there's no wow. downside. Yeah. Damn that that is abundance multiplied and no footprint. I mean, no, no water footprint. How is that even? That's a whole different show, guys. If you don't understand that no water footprint, how important that is, that's a whole different show. We'll have that conversation somewhere else, or you can go look that up. I'll maybe have something linked up in the show notes for you guys to check that out. But, Darren, thanks for sharing that. I'm definitely going to go check that out. I'll have all of that linked up in the show notes. Brother, again, I, I really appreciate you. Thanks for your time, and aloha. You're welcome. Aloha. Thanks, Wally. My pleasure. All right, guys, you can go take a look at menofabundance.com. See some of the pictures that I have up there of Darren, but understand, it's not just about the looks when we talk about health and fitness. It's about how you feel. It's like Darren said, about feeling amazing all the time because of what you put into your body. Food is fuel. And with all the processed foods out there, even many of the meats, the way they're prepared, and all of the other fake foods that are out there from the fast, not just in the fast food restaurants, but the stuff that's on the shelves in the grocery stores and the cereals that we're feeding some of our kids and the sweets and all of this junk that we're putting into our body. All of this stuff is bombarding our body and basically just killing our body slowly. So I encourage you that every time you get a chance to put dense nutrition in your body, from live foods to some of the formulations like Shakeology that Darren mentioned, you're helping your body get rid of all the toxins from all that other junk that you're putting into your body. And talking about Shakeology, I have literally been drinking Shakeology every single morning for over seven years. Every single morning and sometimes in the evening. And like I said, I was never one to drink shakes. I never got into it. But since then, other people have said, you should try this shake and you should try this shake. And I've tried other shakes and I've looked at ingredients and I'm here to tell you nothing at all, period, comes even close to the nutritional value of Shakeology, especially when you consider that all of the ingredients are only coming from approved sources that Darren has personally gone to and visited each and every one, and ensured that the cultivation of those ingredients is not taking away from the community and taking away from the nutritional value of the soil, but actually giving back and giving back to the community and improving communities and even taking education into those communities like where the vanilla bean comes from in Madagascar. It's all good news stories from top to bottom. Look, guys, again, just like giving up meat for a week, or two weeks, just giving it a try. Give Shakeology a try. Give it a try. It's got a 30-day money-back guarantee. Bottom of the bag, you can literally send the empty bag back and get all your money back. Like I said, I was going to, but never did. Seven years later, still going through two bags a month in my family. And yes, full disclosure, because I love Shakeology so much, I became an advocate and then I became an affiliate. So the link that's at menofabundance.com forward slash 172 is an affiliate link. So I would appreciate it if you do plan on getting Shakeology. Go there and check it out. Click on that link. You can get samples. I've got a sample link there for you. And I've got a full bag link there for you just in case you would just want to give it a try first with the samples. If you have any questions, feel free to get in contact with me. I'll be more than happy to share my experience with you. Now, go out and live your life of abundance and make sure to pay it forward and be healthy. That's all for today, Abundance Leaders. For more about our guests and the powerful information we shared with you today, be sure to sign up for our mailing list at menofabundance.com. We appreciate your time and look forward to hanging out with you on our next episode. So until then, be sure to pay it forward and live your life of abundance.